grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is from John, the fourth chapter. So Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee, where he made water into where he had made water turn to wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus came from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down to heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As the man was going down, his servants came out to meet him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed, in all his household, this was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Dear friends of Christ, this is not the first time Jesus had been at Cana. Uh, the first time when he was at the small town of Cana, he had turned the water into wine, and the people of the village still remembered the miracle. And uh, John had called the turning of water into wine, he said, the, this is the first of Jesus' miraculous signs. What I want to talk about today is what the Bible talks, what John says, is the second of Jesus' miraculous signs, the sign of healing. Matthew described Jesus' ministry three ways that, that he, uh, preaching, teaching, and healing. That was the ministry of Jesus, preaching, teaching, and healing. And of course, healing is what we're talking about today. There are uh, dozens of healings recorded in the Gospels, and and yet, at the end of his gospel, John writes this, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. And so John calls them miraculous signs, these miracles, this healing. So what's the purpose of a sign? Why, do, why does God give us signs about Jesus? A sign, a sign does not exist for its own sake. A sign is there to point to something else. And so what's the sign of healing? What's the point, the purpose? What is the healing pointing to? And it's pointing to Jesus. It's pointing to the one who would then suffer and die that we might be healed. The ultimate healer. John wrote, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples which are not recorded in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in His name. And so, these healing signs are to point you to Jesus so that you might believe and have life in His name. But it's not completely accurate for us to say this evening uh, that Jesus healed people so that they would believe. No, He healed people so that they would get better. He healed people because they were hurting. In fact, in our text today, Jesus expressed his frustration that, that they needed to see miracles to believe. They were gathered, that crowd at Cana had gathered, unless you, see, uh, unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, you'll never believe in me. 
And so John does not say Jesus performed these miracles so the people would believe. He performed the miracles so the people would be healed. But the people were so stubborn of heart, they wouldn't believe if it weren't for the sign. The sign of healing points people to Jesus. The sign of healing is why all the people gathered to listen to him. He is the promised Messiah. He is the one who came to heal. He is the one who brought ultimate healing through the cross. And of course, for our souls, eternal healing. That word in the New Testament is zoe. And it means not just eternal life, it means eternal perfect life. Always being joyful. A day is coming because Jesus has saved us from our sins. When our bodies will rise and we will be sinless and he'll put us on a new perfect creation. And every day will be the best day you've ever lived. A Zoe life. And Jesus' healing points to that. He heals us spiritually because healing is a sign of Jesus' heart. It's his heart that moved him to suffer and die. It's his heart that moved him to heal people that were broken. To raise people that were dead. To give people hope. It's because of his care. It's because of his concern. It's because of his compassion. It was a sign of his coming cross. So Jesus was concerned for his people and nothing has changed. Jesus is still just as concerned about you. What's happening to your body. And we see how Jesus is concerned in our text. He talks to the royal official. And he, the royal official approaches Jesus and says, Sir, come down before my child dies. And, and Jesus then told the man, Your son will live. And Jesus completely understood how that father felt. Jesus understood the father's pain. And he understands yours too. He completely understood how difficult it was for a father to watch his child suffer and die. And so he intervened and he saved the child from death. Now, did you hear what I just said? Did it register? Let me, let me emphasize it again. Jesus completely understood the pain involved when a father watches his son suffer and die. So do you think perhaps, just perhaps, that when this distraught father brought his concern to Jesus, fell down on his knees and begged Jesus, fell down on his knees and pleaded that God would, that Jesus would give Cana another miracle, that he, being filled with compassion, Jesus then reached out and healed this man's son, do you think anything would have been crossing Jesus' mind at that point? That perhaps Jesus was thinking about Good Friday. About the time when the Son of God would be nailed to a cross and, and He would suffer and die and the Heavenly Father would have to watch His Son die and there would be nobody to intervene. There would no, be nobody to say, and your Son will live. The cross, it's the ultimate sign of concern, the ultimate sign that God loves us, the ultimate sign of compassion. And the cross, of course, is our, our ultimate eternal healing. John wrote, see what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God because that's what we are. 
The reason why the world does not know us is because the world did not know Christ. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when Jesus appears, we will be like him, because we shall see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he's pure. And so through the resurrection of all flesh, uh, we, we are all going to be healed forever of all infirmities, not just of the soul. We will be healed forever of all infirmities, of body and soul, for all eternity, and we will be pure as God is pure. This is the kind of love Jesus has for us. He suffered and died that we might have a future. Isaiah prophesied he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. So we're healed of the most terrible of all diseases. We are healed of eternal suffering and death, sin. And we're healed because He loves us, because He cares. And you can see His heart in the cross. But there's more to Jesus' healing ministry than just spiritual healing. There's more to it than just making us live forever. When Jesus walked on the earth, he spent so much time healing people's physical ailments. Why? Because he cared. How many ailments has Jesus cured in you? Over the years, how many times has, has God been with you when you were sick or when you're, when you're burdened or when you're troubled? How many times has God turned around something bad? How many times has he held your hand? hurt when you hurt, cried when you cried, grieved when you grieved. Because Jesus cares. He takes care of our physical ailments, and He's still doing it today. Now, I'm not saying that every time you ask God for a, for a gift of healing, He's just going to make you better. No, there are times where in this broken world of sin and suffering and sickness and eventually death that it will get the best of us. But God is still there too, isn't He? There are moments of your healing and there's moments when we don't. But God is still faithful. He still heals because He cares. John wrote something very interesting in our text. Jesus told the royal officer, the father of the dying boy, your son will live. Now, the father believed... And then he, then he left. John writes, while, he was, while the father was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. On the way. Can you imagine that trip from Jesus back to your boy? Can you imagine what kind of thoughts crossed the father's mind as he traveled? The, John says that the man took Jesus at his word. However, can you imagine? Can you imagine... His hopes, his dreams, his fears, his worries, his doubts while he was still on the way? Well, all of us are still on our way, aren't we? And if you're still on the way, maybe today you have this desperate feeling like the Father had. Whatever's going on in your life, maybe, maybe you've asked Jesus for a miracle, and maybe you're asking God to intervene in your suffering, and you, like that father, have hopes and dreams, and you have fears and worries. 
and doubts because you don't know what the future holds. Well, if that's the way you are today, still on the way, remember that Friday afternoon when our Heavenly Father put His Son on the cross for you. Not a sign of healing, but the actual healing that takes place for all men. Remember the love that it took to put Him there, and then be assured that without a shadow of a doubt, God's love is still for you that he still cares, and you have his compassion. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.